Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. This is an English summary, a just and a translation of the Majlis of Hazrat Mawlana Qamruz Zaman Sahib Damat Barakatuhum, which took place on Wednesday, the, twi- the 24th of Jumadul Ula, 1443, corresponding with the English day, 29th of December 2021. Hazrat Wala starts off this Majlis by quoting the ayat of the Quran in Majid. يَبْتَغُونَ فَضْلًا مِّنَ اللَّهِ وَرِدْوَانًا Thereafter, Hazrat Wala goes on to say that the Sahaba, their shan was such that they were in the quest, in the search of the grace of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the asal is that, the, the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Afterwards would come the Fazal and the pleasure of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam which is tabi' which is a subordinate of that. The hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Allahumma ardina warda'anna O Allah, please us and become pleased with us. Another dua Allahumma kun lana waj'alna lak O Allah, become ours and make us yours. Hazrat Anwi rahimahullah used to say when I read this particular dua then I feel strength in my heart. The grandson of Hazrat Gangohi rahimahullah Hakim Nanumiya actually wrote to me telling me about this particular dua. I mentioned this dua on one occasion in the gathering of Masturat a majlis for the women folk and what can I tell you? Some of these women folk were so azad and free in their thought, etc., and in their life. But they changed so much that when I read their halat, that at the time of the hajjud, what they enjoy and what's happening, I can't even tell you uh, what is this all about. From all of this, we learn. Okay, before I come to that, these women folk write and they say on that day when I gave this particular majlis that it actually seems as if Molana has taken us and put us into Jannah. Allahu Akbar. Now their halat and their spiritual states are of a very high nature and Allama Sharani has actually written this. He says, by and large, Generally, in women folk, some type of a madda is found where women folk are more inclined to play and an amusement, laib, negligence, etc. However, now look at this part, what he says. If, when, if and when they come out from this type of a thing, this web that they are stuck in of lahwen laib, then when they come out from that, then they even surpass the menfolk. They surpass the menfolk. Look at the example of Rabia, Basriya, Rahimahullahu Ta'ala. She came on one occasion and the great shuyukh of that time were giving their majalis and they were speaking about the loneliness, the loneliness and how worthless this dunya is in comparison to the akhirat. Nevertheless, she passed by, she heard a bit, and she said, all these people are dunyadar. Somebody asked and inquired, 
then what do you actually mean? They are speaking about how low the dunya is. She says, yes, that's what it's all about. They have got attachment to the dunya and love for the dunya. That's why they are actually speaking about the dunya. Allahu Akbar. Now just look at that. So yeah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is speaking about the praise of the Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum saying that يَبْتَغُونَ فَضْلًا مِّنَ اللَّهِ وَرِدْوَانًا They are seeking and in the search and quest of the grace from Allah and the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now from this we learn that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is all aware about the secrets of whatever is happening in the world, who is in pursuing what and what they are actually doing. And Allah Ta'ala knows well that they do not intend with the dunya except the grace of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala and nothing else. And Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala then again speaks About the Sahaba, what praise about them? Allah Ta'ala says, وَاصْبِرُ نَفْسَكَ مَعَ الَّذِينَ يَدْعُونَ رَبَّهُمْ بِالْغَدَاتِ وَالْعَشِيِّ يُرِيدُونَ وَجْهَةِ Allah Ta'ala commanding Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says to him, O Rasul of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, restrain yourself, keep yourself in the company of those seeking his pleasure. They seek his, of those who are seeking his pleasure and they call. They are making dua to their Rabb. They are making ibadat of their Rabb morning and evening. So even though they are poor and of a low social standing. Allahu Akbar. Now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that they intend by it nothing but the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, mentioning here, I'm missing this ayat and losing this ayat. Anyway, we will continue. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, they intend nothing but the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. يُسَبِّحُ لَهُ فِيهَا بِالْغُدُوِّ وَالْآصَالِ رِجَالٌ لَا تُلْهِيهِمْ تِجَارَةٌ وَلَا Bay'un an such men that trade and commerce do not make them negligent from the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In this year we learn that their inside, their hearts have become pure and their nur has become complete. It is for that reason that the dunya did not take and make a place in their hearts, neither was the face of their iman scratched in any way by them involving themselves in the dunya. And how can the dunya make a place in their hearts when their hearts are filled with the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and when their hearts are full of the nur 
and the qurb of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah ta'ala says, Inna ibadi laysa laka alayhim sultan. Allah ta'ala is telling Iblis, Indeed, you will have no control over my bondsmen, because I shall protect them from your guile. Now, if, if the dunya has no control and cannot take a control over the uh, true bondsmen and servants of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, how will shaitan ever take a place in their hearts? And shaitan can never ever make a place in their hearts because their hearts are filled with noor, the noor of abstinence. And their hearts have been swept. The dirt that could have accumulated in their hearts have been swept out. The dirt of the yearning and leaning towards this dunya. Inna ibadi laysa alayhim sultan. Indeed, you will have no control over my chosen uh, bondsman. So you would not have any control and no one in the entire universe will have control or authority over my bondsman. You know why? لِأَنَّ سُلْطَانَ عَزْمَتِي فِي قُلُوبِهِمْ يَمْنَعُهُمْ أَنْ يَكُونَ عَلَى قُلُوبِهِمْ سُلْطَانٌ لِشَيْءٍ دُونِي Because the greatness of my control and my authority in their hearts prevents anything else or everything else from even becoming an authority or taking a control in their hearts. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is establishing for them in this particular ayat there are such people that tijaratun wala bay'un an dhikrillah that trade, commerce, business does not distract them and not make them negligent from the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we also learn from this particular ayat that Allah ta'ala is not preventing them from doing trade Commerce, bartering, buying and selling. Rather, in this particular ayat, it is clearly stated and we learn clearly that it is absolutely and completely permissible to carry out trade and business. Do you not understand? Allah Ta'ala is saying, وَإِقَامِ الصَّلَاةِ وَإِيْتَاءِ الزَّكَاةِ That the giving or uh, the performance of Salat, establishing Salat and giving Zakat, So if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had to prevent them from ghina, from becoming wealthy and independent, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would have most definitely prevented them from the reasons and the asbab, the ways and the means that would lead them uh, to become independent and that is trade and tijarat. <clears throat> Do you not understand? The author goes on to say, Allah tara. So zakat becomes wajib upon those people who carry out trade and business due to which they are then empowered and become wealthy. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not take them out from that particular category that he praises that they are wealthy. Okay, let's continue. <coughs> Hazrat Morana Muhammad Ahmad Saab, Hazrat Wala is saying that he would say that ghaflat, negligence is ummul amrad, it is the mother of all ailments, sicknesses and diseases, negligence. He was such 
that you would not may, you may have not seen him or the tasbih at that time but you would definitely understand that he was in another world altogether allahu akbar Hazrat Marana Shah Wasiullah used to always speak and tell us of people who would do trade in Mina. Big business. What trade? What amounts of money and goods and profits? But their hearts were not negligent from the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, not even for a moment. Hazrat Mujaddid al Fithani was that individual, he would say that I went here, meaning spiritually in the spiritual realm and I achieved this and that and the other which would actually not make sense to the other shuyukh and the akabirin example say Hazrat Shah Abdul Aziz and on one occasion Hazrat Shah Abdul Aziz said let me take out an omen from the Quran I am confused about this I can't even understand it and he opens the Quran he makes dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when he opens the Quran and he lays his eyes and gazes onto the sacred pages of the Quran what verse comes out to him Rijalun la tulhihim tijaratu wala such men that the dunya doesn't touch them in any way the dunya doesn't make them negligent from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala even for, an, for a moment. Allahu Akbar. Nevertheless, he was so affected that he becomes an ardent follower then. Look at his letters that he has written to Mujaddid al-Fithani, which I even mentioned or noted in the Maktubat. Mujaddid al-Fithani even then goes on to say, I was not saying, listen, I'm not saying I reached the maqam in the station of Abu Bakr al-Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala an. No, rather I am saying that I've been taken and I've made to pass the maqam and the station of Siddiqiyat. Take the example, I'm not saying that I have become the owner of the throne of Jahangir. Rather, I'm saying that I passed by his palace, I was taken and I was passed in his pass through the private chamber, I was made to pass through there, I passed his throne and I moved on. I'm not saying I own the throne. Allahu Akbar. So, this is another topic on its own. That he says that I've been taken on such routes and on such paths that even my mashayikh were not shown these stages and in these darajat. And this can be possible also, Hazardwala comments and remarks on it, makes kalam on it, that sometimes the student even or the shagird even goes beyond the levels and the limits of his asatiza and his mashayikh. Indeed, you will have no control over my chosen bondsmen because I shall protect them from your guile. You know, Hazrat Ta'ala used to say that I have individuals in my majlis who attend and come in satya, but they are so oblivious they know nothing what is happening about the dunya wama fiha anything about this dunya and what it contains they have got no strings attached they are not associated or even near to any part of this dunya and things in this dunya now listen to this after hazatanwi said this in his majlis one of his celebrated khulafa khaja 
Azizul Hasan Majzub Rahimahullah comes to Hazrat Maulana Shah Wasiullah Sahib or rather he tells the other people as well that Hazrat is speaking about none other than Maulvi Wasiullah. Hazrat is speaking of Maulvi Wasiullah. Allahu Akbar. So Hazrat Wala goes on to say Al-Malu Fil Jaib Yajuz Wa Fil Sanduq Yajuz Wa Fil Qalb La Yajuz Wealth in your pocket, not a problem. Totally permissible, acceptable. In your safe, in your box, not a problem. Acceptable, totable, totally permissible. However, in your heart, to make a space in your heart for this wealth and this dunya, not permissible at all. Not permissible at all. Hazarwala goes on to say, and quote from the kitab, he says, Abdullah ibn Utba says that Uthman radiallahu ta'ala an had a, a, the, the day that he was martyred, his treasurer took out 150,000 150,000 uh, dinars and 1 million dirhams. And that, that's not all. He also left property in uh, Khaybar and Wadi Al-Qura, uh, the value of which comes to 200,000 dinars. And Abdullah ibn Zubair, uh, Zubair radiallahu ta'ala, one-eighth of his wealth, one-eighth of his wealth was 50,000 dinars. And he also left behind uh, 1,000 horses and 1,000 slaves. And Amr ibn al-As radiallahu ta'ala leaves behind 300,000 dinars. Now we are speaking about the wealthy Sahaba. So much of the dunya Allah ta'ala gave them, but there was no attachment. They were in this dunya, they had that with them, but it was not in their hearts. And regarding the independence and the wealth of Abdurrahman uh, Abdur ibn Auf is that there's no even need to mention Ashhar min ayyudkar. We don't even need to mention it's so famous about him. But listen to this carefully. dunya fi The dunya was in their palms, not in their hearts. Sabaru alayha hina faqadat wa shakarullaha alayha hina wajadat. And they made sabr upon that when it was absent. And they thanked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala abundantly when it was present. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tested them with poverty in the start of their matter. Until such an extent, Allah took them through that path, 13 years of the Makki life, that such a time came when the nur was completed and came to uh, fruition. And the hearts became completely pure. At that time, Allah changed the tables, removed poverty and blessed them with wealth. لِأَنَّهُمْ لَوْ أَعْطَاهُ if they had to take it before that, then it would have not worked out properly. Why? Because at that time, at that time, 
they may have still had been attached to the dunya that Islah was not made. And that's why we will come to this conclusion that in the Makki life, there were no ayat, there were no injunctions and rulings regarding jihad, nor were there any ayat, injunctions and rulings regarding tijarat. This came into being after the whole cycle of purification took place. And then such a time came when then they spent from that which Allah Ta'ala made them deputies in. From here we learn that in the start Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala did not allow them to carry out jihad in uh, uh, any way. We carry on. Even from this we understand that they had the dunya. It was in their palms, but it was not in their hearts. So much so that if a head of a goat was given to one of them as a gift, they would say, but certain certain person, Fulanun Ahakkabiha, is more deserving. Then he would give it to the next person and the next would give it to the next person saying the very same thing until it would go right around Prophet It will go and pass seven people and then come back to the first. Allahu Akbar. From all of this year also now, look at this year how they give preference to others. Umar radiallahu ta'ala an nisfi mali. Umar radiallahu ta'ala spends half of his wealth in the path. وَخُرُوجُ أَبِي بَكْرَ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى عَنْ مَالِهِ كُلِّهِ And Abu Bakr رَضِيَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى takes out and gives all his wealth away. وَخُرُوجُ عَبْدِ الرَّحْمَانِ بْنِ عَوْفِ أَنْ سَبْعِمِئَ بَعِيرٍ مُوَفَّرَةَ الْأَحْمَالِ And Abdul Rahman ibn Awf رَضِيَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى gives 700 loaded camels in the way in the path of Allah سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَى وَتَجْهِيزُ how Uthman radiallahu ta'ala prepares the army of uh, Tabuk. Allahu Akbar. Rijalun. Sodaku ma'ahadullah alayhi. Allahu Akbar. Now this was the Allah ta'ala is describing the Sahaba. The Sahaba. And who are these Sahaba? Ida sakhar Allahu risa'idin fakulluhum su'ada. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes subservient for a successful person, for the chosen person, in that particular case it was Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, then what would happen to the rest? Fakulluhum su'ada. Then the rest of them would all become successful and uh, victorious and they would enjoy perfection and completion in every way. Somebody said that regarding some of the Sahaba who came uh, towards the end, they were like, not the original, just like the chaff or maybe the peels or the skins uh, that would come out from the rice or whatever it is. The answer was given so beautifully. Uh, no, each and every one was the original and each and every one was perfected. And that's why Rasulullah even said that, that my Sahaba are all are rightly guided. They are like shining stars. Whichever one you would follow, you would be uh, guided. Nevertheless, a little bit 
of deficiency came when wealth came about. Immediately Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took them to task saying, Alam amanu an Has the time not come for the believing people that their hearts bow down and become uh, soft in front of the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Allahu Akbar. Now let's make dua. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keep us all steadfast. Ilahi maqsude man tuhi wa rizaitu. Muhabbat wa ma'rifati khutbida. Oh Allah, my objective is you and your pleasure. Therefore, bless me with your ma'rifat, your recognition and with your love. Hazrat Shah Abdul Rahim who was the father of Hazrat Shah Waliullah. He used to say, whatever I achieved, it was because of the barakat of this dua. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rectify and make Islam of all our matters. Allahumma aslih li sha'ni kullah wa la takilni ila nafsi tarfata'ayn wa la tanzi' minni saliha ma'ataytani wa la taftinni fi ma'ahramtani. اللهم أصلح لي في ذريتي إني تبت إليك وإني من المسلمين اللهم أصلح لأمة محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم ارحم أمة محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم فرج عن أمة محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم بحرمة سيد النبي الكريم صلى الله عليه وسلم